Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Women! Hello and welcome to Taku Podcast with me, Kate. And me, Holly. Yay! I've done it again. <laughs> terrible intro. Okay, no, it um... was good. It was good until you acknowledged that it was terrible. I but, get, no, I get anxious. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so what, what are we, we going to talk about? Well, speaking of anxious, you have just <laughs> yeah. finished a talk about anxiety in games and it yeah. was really good. Nice segue. Yeah. Thank you very much. It was exciting. You don't get to hear it, though, because you weren't there. No. I think, do they record it? I think they record it. Yeah, but Jake said it will go up at some point during the month. So, (laughs) So keep an eye out for that, people. Yes. Oh, we normally start with a question, don't we? Oh, yeah. Good point. Oh, my God. Um, How have we forgotten? Fill in the time. Fill in the time. We've got a funny question. Um, Well, we're now on episode five, everybody. And I think, yeah, it's it's gone really quickly and... Hello to anybody who's a new listener. You may be shocked to find out that it is literally just me and Kate talking for an hour and um, <laughs> looking out for uh, questions that Kate is just picking up now. No, I'm not. I'm not on the internet. Oh, this has gone terribly. This, <laughs> this is, is what happens when you start. We get oh. thrown. We've even got a live audience this time. Yeah, I know. Just sitting there on their 3DSs. Ugh. Like the scum they are. Nerds. <laughs> just to point out, we've got the Joes. As are. Yes. <laughs> We've got Joe Squared. <laughs> Which is the name of their band, I believe. Yeah. Okay, oh, the questions are nearly ready. Are you ready for the questions? Yeah, I'm going to ask ready. you the first one I look at. Okay. okay. Rob Smart says If you could replace any game character with a cake, which would it be and why? A cake? I'm going to replace the weighted companion cube with a cake because hopefully that would kill oh. all of the memes. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, that's a good one, that's a good one. Whenever yeah. we get a question like this, I just try and glance over at my game, like the game collection, but I don't have my glasses on, so I'm kind of guessing. Yeah, plus, okay. I can't read any of those even with glasses on. I can read The West Wing and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I would but, replace, I would replace fact, the president in The West Wing <laughs> with a cake. <laughs> that could be interesting. Could you imagine them doing like the long corridor walks, just with a cake on a plate? Just be like, well, president, what do you think about that? It wouldn't it's, be it's a cake. So but if it, was, if it wasn't on a on a plate, you'd push it along, and it would gradually just wear down. Oh, and stop the president's dead! Oh no! And everyone's just sat there, just wailing over, kind of half. Stop walking him into the carpet! <laughs> just like Bandberg everywhere, all over the White House. God damn it! There you go. That's the answer to my question. This I go is what for. happens when you have a Battenberg president. Okay. <laughs> The world's was, not ready! It was an outside choice, but he made some really good promises. Or she. Or she. Or she. Or she. Let's not be cake sexist, Holly. Sorry. That is, <laughs> that is one of my many flaws. So, um, there we go. We've answered your question in a very bizarre yeah. way, but you know. So what have you been up to, Kate? What have I been up to? Well, I did a talk. 
just yeah, now. Very good. Um, literally like two hours ago, we had McDonald's. We did have McDonald's. Yeah, and we're being paid sweet McDonald's money to mention that on the podcast. Yeah, because course. McDonald's really need the push in advertising. Yeah, they're really slacking from on our that. tiny adorable podcast. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know what? We're missing the biscuit demographic. <laughs> You did win a sugar donut, though. I did win a sugar yeah. donut. Which and sounds unpleasant. I don't know why. Yeah, it just sounds like just sugar. It's just, it's literally, there's no yeah. donut in it. It's just sugar in the shape of a donut. Delicious. Which, mm. Do you want to know a donut fact? Always. <laughs> so I found out the other day that <laughs> if you have a hairy donut, what? you can brush it so that all the hair goes in one direction. <laughs> what? Fun donut facts. Why would you have a hairy donut? What, like it's incredibly moldy? <laughs> well, if... It's a science thing. So I didn't has, really it has, understand it. It has fully. no parting. Um, because it can yeah. all go the same direction. If you have a hairy ball, yes. no matter how you comb... There has to be a starting a, a point. There's a tuft. Yeah. Yeah. But a hairy donut, you can carefully comb so that all the hair kind of scoops around <laughs> in a well, stylish quiff. Like a kind of comb over. Yeah, but on a donut. Nice. It's not really a comb over because it's got a hole in the middle. That's true. Yeah. Oh, it's not a very good comb, like comb over, if that's the case. Through. A comb through. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm not doing much at the moment, because I've just been finishing uh, coursework deadlines, because I'm really boring. Um, but <laughs> I've started replaying... I went through the, like, the DS and 3DS collection recently, and I was picking up games I haven't played yet. Yeah. And um, I've just started... I've played about an hour and a bit of Mario & Luigi Dream Team. Ooh, yes. Oh, I love the colours in that game. Yeah, it's a really pretty game. I was yeah. playing it and I was like, oh, this is... And the music's really nice. I mean, not yeah. like I was expecting any different from a Mario game, but I was like, oh, this is really... Except that it's kind of one of those things where, like, it's been ages since I played a Mario Luigi game. I mm. think the last game I played, the like, our cartridge was corrupted. I think it was on the Game uh, Boy Advance. Was that... Um, that wasn't Inside Story, because I had that happen three times to me with that no. game. It was the one with the witch. Superstar Saga? I... Think so? It yeah. has the yeah, Superstar Saga has the purple witch in it, and it would yeah. break when it got to a certain point for some reason. Well, maybe that's just the thing with the the Mario and Luigi RPGs that they just they're all broken. Maybe they're just it's they're part just of the game. They just self destruct. Yeah. <laughs> they decide whether or not you're worthy mm. when you put it in. They read all the other games you've played and they go, "No, you're not ready for this, Jelly." <laughs> <laughs> that's how games talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They go, they go for all the little, you know, sayings and stuff. Your well gel, the yes. gel bells are ringing. But this is the Game Boy Advance, so that was like way before all this terrible slang existed. Yeah, pretty much. There was well, other what were we saying slang. in like '98 or whenever the Game Boy Advance was out? Uh, definitely later than '98. I'm think. not good at guessing years. No. Anyway, back in the day when we were we mites. Yes. Um, we were saying things like. Oh my god, lol, that's so random. Yes, random. <laughs> so random, it's broken, really random. It's oh not random because I shoved a Penguins. fork in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what we've been up to. Uh, yeah. If you couldn't get anything out of what we just said. Um, what should we do now? What do we do now? Um, shall we do challenges now? But it's so soon. Well, we've I've only got... been going for like ten minutes. Shall I say, I've got... Six minutes. Oh my God, I've got a broken toe. Yeah, talk about your broken toe and it's... how clumsy you are. It's really not that <laughs> exciting. I broke one of my... It's really annoying. So it's, a... it's just a really frustrating injury to have. Because it's, it's like pathetic. So it's just like a teeny tiny little yeah. toe. It's basically just like a bruise and I'll show you later. It's well gross. <laughs> but um and but like it just gets in the way. Like you'd be walking mm. along. It's like, oh my toe hurts. Like if you can imagine having a blister on your toe, which which happens more often. Yeah. It's like that. But, but more. But it's your bones. Yeah. Your bones are blistered. Ooh. 
That yeah. sounds nasty. I'm imagining something for like The Last of Us now, like Last of Us Toe. Yeah. Like horrible stuff coming off. I mean, it. I've not played The Last of Us, so I'm pretty sure it's You've about toes. The Last of Us? I don't have a PlayStation. Oh. That's not just me being on brand, I just don't have one. <laughs> I've never had a PlayStation. It's a horrible actually. game because it's not Xbox, it's not ran by <laughs> Green Slime. Yeah. <laughs> That's Xbox how I imagine game. every Xbox game is. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I mean. Okay. Speaking of PlayStation, the one thing that sticks in my mind about PlayStations is the most terrifying startup noise. Mm. The PlayStation 1, when it started up, it was like... Okay, I don't remember that. <laughs> I quite like the... I'm um, going to find it. Was it the PS3 that had the kind of like tuning orchestra? I like that one. That's a good startup noise. That is a quality startup noise. Although we all know the best console startup noise is the GameCube. Because uh... that's just the best one. Um, you know the GameCube one where it's like the it's like the little square going around the cube and it's like do 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 do. Oh yes, that, oh, that is great. Okay, so I'm going to play you the original. Okay, uh, I think it's on full full volume, so okay. you should be able to hear it. Oh, it's just this really creepy like. Oh, that's so nineties. It looks like the start to a video that they'd show you in school. Yeah. About like why photosynthesis is important. The thing like is, that. that noise makes me excited. Because like that noise All happens, right. and even though even though I'm like, oh, this is a horrible noise, I'm still like, Crash Bandicoot, baby. <laughs> was that, I used to be terrified as a kid. Do you remember the old BBC? Like you know the BBC has like starting things, like tunes and stuff. Yeah. Do you remember the one that was like it must have been in the nineties, and it was like a wavy rainbow BBC, and it'd be like do 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 do. Yes, yes, that, that terrified me. That terrified me. Yeah. It they always go on for slightly longer than you expect, and you're like, when? Is this I used gonna... to have to when I was little. I used to have to leave when that was like, like at the beginning of a video. I'd pray, I'd press play on the video and run out the room. <laughs> There's a lot of noises. Like, for some reason, the 90s has a lot of creepy noises. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit scared of Simply Red for that reason. What? I don't... Whenever they come on, I'm like, oh, this is creepy for reasons I can't quite explain. (laughs) Did you just have a traumatic moment of Simply Red playing in the background? I think I must have done. Like, I have some kind of repressed memory to do with Mick Hucknall. And, um, yeah, just maybe ginger people. I don't know. I also really used to hate Mumbo Number 5. Because at the end of the chorus, he goes like, a little bit of you makes me your man. And the first time I saw it was on top of the pops and he pointed at the camera. Yeah. And me being quite young, I was like, ah, he wants me to join his like (laughs) sex dungeon of women. Oh no. (laughs) Obviously not in those terms. I didn't know what a sex dungeon was. No. Probably. I just looked over there. I got a message on my phone. I looked over and a message that just, from Sam White, that just said, why is everyone getting their fannies in a twist? (laughs) It's like, wow. Oh, it's about the, um, to put, to to not make him sound like such a horrible person. It's about, have you seen the protein world stuff? You know, the, um, I just, I just thought, I just looked over and I was like, Mm. what? But that's just sound Basically, it's it's like, Um, are you beach body ready? And it's this like, really slim woman. Yeah. And it's like, you should drink protein or everyone's going to look at your body and laugh, you flabby weirdo. And I I mean, if you go onto the beach now, you will be gunned down. Yes, because you are not beach body ready. Your body is not a beach body. (laughs) Your body is not ready. It cannot repel bullets. You are not prepared for us. Spilt tea all over myself. Nice. The only way you would be beach body ready is if you were a whale, a literal whale (laughs) on the beach because you're really fat. Uh, Drink protein. But it's like, have you seen, and then they'd be going on like a Twitter rampage, oh, um, God, yeah. kind of saying like, oh, if 
don't you realize you're a feminist and no one no one takes you seriously and it was yeah like, they're essentially so, just digging themselves into a big pr grave which is yeah. kind of sad because it's but just then also, shakes. but then it's also a massive promotion i guess for them apparently they've got yeah. a shitload of like new followers and stuff because i guess controversy equals you know attention equals followers but all their new followers are the kind of people that are completely okay with calling the people who wrote on these posters things like you're beautiful no matter what you look like they've called them terrorists and extremists yes and their new followers going yeah you know what people who write on posters are basically terrorists they are the same thing Yeah. yeah And I'm going to drink all these protein shakes now. I'm going to get buff just because I hate poster terrorists. I just live off protein shakes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just take the posters and wrap them up and just eat them with my protein shake uh, as a massive act of terrorism. Yeah. Take that, poster feminist. Take that. I'm going to eat your words. Ha 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 Yeah, I don't think I've ever been influenced to buy something off a tube poster because they're always a bit weird no they're always quite strange and they're always yeah. they're always i don't know what there's so many single ad, like um yeah like adverts for um oh match.com yeah oh, like sorry that. i just i just hit the microphone so oh, apologies <laughs> the ones where they're like imagine if everyone on this train yes, carriage was single. single and you're like that would make no difference to my day and it was like imagine if everyone on here secretly wanted to have sex with each other yeah. like I'm, I'm what yeah imagine that it would still be as awkward as it is now like if not more because then if someone moves away from you yeah it's not because that they um you know maybe they have a boyfriend or girlfriend or maybe they're just you know not interested you definitely know they're single you definitely know they're looking for someone and they still avoided you yeah I mean these are people you're like touching butts with and what? they you know on the tube when you're like what do you do on the tube I just touch everyone's butt Do with you just my point butt. Them? Yeah, I'm just like, oh, Buddha shake. But you know, like you, you get up and uh, up close and personal mm. with people on the tube, like you wouldn't do with your friends. What? And, and then you're well, saying you wouldn't touch butts with me. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that. Goodness me. Well, I'm blushing now. Well, it's gotten all hot and flustered in here. Oh yeah. Let's go touch butts. Yeah. Let's pause the podcast and go touch butts. And then we'll do our challenges. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just pretend that we've we've um, taken a break and touch butts. Yeah. So <laughs> Should we do challenges now? Yes, let's do challenges. Would you like to go first? Yes. Okay, yes. Okay, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> right, basically, you just did a, um, a talk. I did. About anxiety and games. And yeah. you talked about survival horror and why Mario 64 was a survival horror. Yes. Well, you've probably aware of the uh of the recent news about konami and pt and silent hills basically getting pulled yes and pt is going to be taken down and there's going to be and so i thought well there's going to be a big gap in the um (laughs) you know in the survival horror world in the horror games and i thought well how are we going to fill that gap I thought we could do something because pretty much, you know, whenever we ask people who we like, we always get Tel Toro and Kojima. I mean, they look at us and think, well, that's them, isn't it? Yeah, so pretty much. So I thought we should come up with a survival horror game. Mm-hmm. And in your talk, you said that there's three things that make a survival horror game, and that's fear, yes. limitations, yep. and vulnerability. Okay. Okay, so we need to come up with a new horror game with those three things. Okay, so... Okay. Okay, fear. Yes. W- what, are, what are we afraid of? What what's, are we afraid of? What's scary? Um, um, exams. Exams are scary. Exams are scary. Okay, so it's a game about exams. 
Um, a game where at any point a quiz could just jump yeah. up. Yeah, like you see the shadows of like quadratic equations on the walls and you're like, oh, is it going to be now? And oh it's gosh. like, no. I'm already feeling kind of yeah. anxious about that. <laughs> and like you see pencils just rolling around on the floor. Yes. And you're like, did I drop those? It says, is what, my pencil case empty? Oh God. But what's doing the things? Is it some kind of like spooky ghost or is it a um, psychological thing? Gonna be honest, I'm kind of imagining it like the demon headmaster. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're pretty much so far we're copying the demon headmaster no because this all takes place in a haunted gym because that's where exams happen (laughs) okay haunted gym in a haunted gym there's pencils rolling about yeah and there's like (laughs) i just got an image of just like really slapstick comedy whoa on these pencils no you 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 can you know like in horror games like you hear Uh footsteps or you hear like little girls instead of that okay you, you hear the noise of like clocks ticking yeah and, and you may now begin yeah just over and over again in the background oh. and the footsteps of invigilators in their little high-vis vests you had looking over your... high-vis vests yeah they had really nice blue vests on what just really in jealous. case what just in case someone ran them over in the exam <laughs> why did they have yeah, that yeah i don't really know actually i'm not sure what the high-vis was for no. they also gave little speeches at the start of the exams what some of them tried to be funny and it's like don't even why why bother. did that happen my last um the, my like my first year of uni our exams were in the excel you know the massive like the mass excel basically it has like huge almost like you know aircraft hangar yeah. style rooms they were in one of them there's about a thousand students Ugh. doing an exam in one huge room yeah it was like something like 1984 or something so like the shutters <laughs> would come down and they were like Clothes. And, and then, then these men, these SWAT men, came in on ropes and shot all of us. <laughs> but I um. made it out, and I finished my exam, and I did okay. You did okay. But no, and then they like project the like time, and it like flashes, <laughs> and they go, "You may now begin." That's creepy, terrifying. I'm going to be honest. When you said Excel, I thought you said my exams took place in exile. Like they'd sent you to like the Middle East and like Holly, get out! I just kept on do your I just kept on screaming during the exams. I just kept on screaming out answers. Put you in exile as they do. I mean, that's like a common university punishment is to send the pupils or students into exile. Into exile, they banish you from the country. Gap years. Yeah, no, nope. they're pretty, in exile. Yeah, pretty much. That's what happens. Back to back to yes, the back fear. to our thing. So we're in a haunted gym. There's okay. pencils, pencils everywhere. There's the ghosts of former teachers going around going woo. In their high vest Woo! Put your blazer back. Not gonna lie, this is sounding very woo, scary at this point woo, in time. Woo! <laughs> woo! So yeah. making it scary by making the ghosts even more spooky. Spooky <laughs> ghosts. Yes. What's the next one? Limitations. Yes. Um. You only have uh, half a pen's worth of ink. What? Oh, I was just about to say that. I was like, you have a pencil and it's wearing down. Yes. Yes. So you have to make sure that every word you write is Counts. an important word. Yes. You know, I, once when I was doing a history essay yeah. um, back at school, I was quite new to the concept of essays. Mm-hmm. We had a word count. And I'd said everything I wanted to say, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I don't really want to edit this any more than I've already done. Yeah. So what I did was go back through the essay and hyphenate anything that could have been hyphenated. What? So everything just turned into a really weird me inventing new hyphenated words because I was too lazy to edit it properly. That sounds like more work to go yeah. through and to hyphenate random words. Yeah, I mean, it also looked like, you know when people like spell words wrong, you can, you read it and like your eye catches on a word and you're yeah. like, oh, it's okay, they've just mis- yeah. misspelled it. That, 
but in a completely different way that I don't think anyone would have ever done by accident. You no. don't accidentally hyphenate words. No, you don't. No. Unless you get just, like, you just really love clicking that button. Oh, yeah. And it's really hyphen. satisfying. Hyphen, hyphen. I mean, I do like hyphenating things, but this was, mm-hmm. this was overkill. This, um, was, this is definitely yeah. overkill. So, okay, so you're limited by your writing implements. And also you don't have a rubber. You don't have a rubber. Yes. And you've only got five sheets of paper. I'm imagining it a bit like Okami. So when you write something, it does like, I don't know, like a little bit of damage mm. to the ghost, but you only have so mm. much like lead in your pencil, so you can't do too much. Oh, are we actually damaging the ghost? I thought we were writing an exam. Or, or I'm a like little it's confused. Getting, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So it's, it's okay, literally, we're doing an exam, but there's spooky ghosts and pencils okay, let, moving around. Let's imagine it a bit like, um, <laughs> a bit like Bloodborne, where okay. there's bosses... Um, at certain bits well, a bit like any game really. okay, okay. Well, lots of little bosses lots of little uh, bosses before you get to the main boss who's the headmaster and each boss is a different subject teacher whoa oh my god so it's like GCSE so your history teacher turns up and they're like woo civil war woo <laughs> and then you're like I'm ready with my pencil but I've only got one pencil mm-hmm. and like if you defeat them you get uh, a sharpener Okay. Yeah. Is it like each each like um subject has mm. a word which like so like I don't know, like history would be like anachronism and it'd be like <laughs> boom, A star, you know what that is. Nice. Yeah. Yes. And um and then you get to a later boss and it's the geography teacher. Woo and he's all like, You can't use pencils and you're like, No, but I literally only have a pencil. Uh. So you have to use your own blood. Well, um, but you have to use it sparingly because you need your blood to you do need live. Blood. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay, so so far we have, we're in, we're in a haunted gym. Haunted gym. There's various teachers representing pencils, subjects. Lots there's, of pencils. There's, there's pencils just moving everywhere. That was <laughs> like a sea you of pencils. You can't move for pencils. You can't pick them up because they're <laughs> ghost pencils. You can't pick them up because they're poison pencils. Poison pencils! You get lead poisoning. Then like old yeah. 1950s pencils will kill you if you bite them. And apparently. then there's a math teacher and he's like, woo! you've got to use your calculator why but do they have all floppy hands you're doing this weird, no one like, can see that you're doing like the weird like Ooh, wavy hands like people Ooh. like outside like car salesmen have <laughs> that's what they look like they're like those the waving inflatable tube men but <laughs> invisible okay because they're ghosts and he's like yeah you've got this calculator you've got to do this math exam but it's running out of battery and the plus key doesn't work what Woo! You have to try and write out boobs fifteen times about the teacher catching you. Oh, okay. So like like those um really rubbish flash games where like they turn around and you have to stop. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a survival horror version of that. Yes, you have to write boobs with mystery pencils everywhere. Yes, this does sound scary. Okay, we need a title. Wait, what's the third thing? We've done... uh, vulnerability. Vulnerability. Well, we've already kind of covered vulnerability. Yeah, limitations and vulnerability kind of cross over quite a lot. Yeah. Um, vulnerability is uh all your friends are dead. There you go. Um, that is pretty vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they died okay. in the great exam fire of 79. Of oh, 79? Yes. Okay. You're really old as well. And then it turns out, and then you look in the mirror, <clears throat> and you're a ghost, and everyone else is actually normal, and but you're haunting Holly, them. you ruined the entire game. Oh, sorry. That's like going no, 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 by you look the, in the way. Mirror, you look in the mirror, and you're a pencil! <laughs> you're a pencil! <laughs> one of the pencils rolling oh around the floor. <laughs> Okay, and all your friends have been turned into pencils, and then you realise that yeah. it's just an endless cycle of becoming pencils. But then someone picks you up and starts writing with you, and you know your time is closing. And also that you're a poison pencil. Yes, poison pencil. Okay, so what's the title of this amazing game um, that's going to replace Silent Hills? 
Um, I hope Konami is listening to this because this is a fucking um, A star idea. Something about lead. 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 Lead dead. Lead dead redemption. <laughs> that's great. That's such an original name. I, know, I right? love it. Yeah. It's um, good. Lead dead redemption. The lead obviously refers to the pencils. Uh-huh. The dead you're, is all the dead people. All the ghosts. And redemption because yeah, uh, you're trying to redeem yourself by doing well in your exam. But because, you're why, why are you trying to redeem yourself? What did you do? Fail your exams? Yes, that's why oh, you're there. What? You're having to resit. Okay, there you go. Buy lead dead redemption out in all mm-hmm. terrible shops. When, when we get around to making it which Out hopefully is steam. never are you ready for my challenge okay yes. was that your entire challenge yes yeah what do not... you mean is that your entire well, like challenge a weird, like, is that, is that it? a prologue or not a prologue the opposite of a prologue an end log <laughs> okay i'm slightly nervous Words. for your challenge because you say it's filthy and I'm it's filthy slightly worried okay. about what it's going to be so okay you know how last week yeah i said that we had an explicit tag yeah on the podcast. Are we going to rap again? Because that was We're painful not going for everybody to rap involved. Again. Don't worry. Okay. I mean, I'm saving that for a special live edition oh, no. of, of Toku Does a Rap. Um, <laughs> Toku Murders the, Rap. The upsetting thing about that is people tweeted in with better versions. Oh, yeah. yeah. People did parodies of us, but the parodies were better mm-hmm. than what we did. So I don't not, know where that leaves us. It's not very helpful. No. People are like, look at this joke version. We're like, oh, that's oh, actually that's, quite yeah, good. Yeah, that's actually way better than if what we, we did. If we had an album, that would be like the well, second the single The thing maybe? I didn't understand is you, you messaged me going, do you have rhythm? And you said no. And I was like, no, it doesn't matter. Well, I have all right rhythm. I used to, I used to do like music <laughs> stuff. Okay. But like, what's rhythm got to do with like, surely you should like, are you good at rhyming? I more meant feet? like metrical stuff. Because you know, okay. like those poems on the tube don't, like make, oh no they don't scan at they don't all. fit right yeah and um it's frustrating to read them because you're like they're not yeah right. but then i kind of screwed up the rhythm as well so well yeah. i don't i don't think we had any rhythm whatsoever no <laughs> but when you said do you have rhythm i literally imagined i don't know like you were gonna get me doing like something <clears throat> like bop it or something <laughs> well that would be amazing for for the listeners to listen to well i don't know okay right what is your so I thought we might try and be a little bit more explicit because last time we didn't really do explicit, did we? We we, we dropped a couple of f bombs and that was about it. Yeah, we tried very hard, but yeah. we're quite sad people, so, really. I want to just preface this with uh, my mum listens to this quite a lot, <laughs> okay. and various other relatives have told me they've listened to it. Okay, and look, you you're not gonna like this, mm. um, relatives slash mum. Um, hello, Mrs. Gray. Your hello, daughter's Mom. going to be filthy now. You may not want to oh, listen God. to this. I'm so I'm sorry. She's looking at me and just I'm winking. Sorry. I'm not winking. <laughs> I'm just touching your butt. Oh, sorry. Fine. I, was, I made a mistake. <laughs> so earlier earlier this week, mm-hmm. I um, I was on. <laughs> you're going to know what this is instantly. Okay. I was on timeout. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I said it was going to be this. You were like, uh, I didn't no. want to give it away. So <laughs> I was looking at romantic mm-hmm. restaurants because I thought, you know, you, you go on to timeout and you yeah, look at top yeah. 100 restaurants and then you're like, oh, these I need are to all narrow this down. Really expensive. Yeah. So I looked at romantic restaurants and in the suggested bit down mm-hmm. the side, it was like, sexiest places in London. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, sexy restaurants. So I clicked on it. And basically, all it is is people who you can pay to whip you, people okay. who you can pay to smush profiteroles into your chest. What? Into your chest? Into your or face. Into and, all orifices. <laughs> yeah, and they also sit on cakes. That's a thing. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. And 
Sex dungeons. Of course. Now, I was more than a little curious about this because they See, essentially... See, I, I am very... You said... Oh, I was went on looking at romantic restaurants. Definitely <laughs> wasn't looking at sex dungeons. And well, I happened to come across the sex dungeon. Well, I was interested because it essentially bills itself as a and b And it's like, oh, it's a and b just with, like, kinky stuff. Just with sex. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I went to look at the website and I was like, what? It's, like, proper, like torture machines and stuff wow but then because it's really british it's also got like a tea station right nice. next to the bed oh it's adorable and Aww. that's basically is that like if toku did a sex yeah. dungeon that's basically the concept of my challenge because you okay. see all of these i have to point out i am feeling so unincredibly like like sexy right now i've got a migraine strip on which looks like yeah. i stuck a sanitary towel to my forehead we don't I've have got to a, be sexy i've got a gross floppy broken toe yeah <laughs> i'm pretty I'm, gross right now yeah it's okay just uh, imagine sexy things okay okay um so basically my challenge is all of these because it turns out there's more than one sex dungeon in london because i had to look out for this challenge um, oh my god this is, this is the worst <laughs> excuse for you just looking, I know, up, sex I was just looking up sex dungeons because yeah. i'm thinking of starting my own um <laughs> want to get a bit market research yeah in there. <laughs> so basically they all have reviews like not many of them are on TripAdvisor. okay as well, it turns yeah, out yeah but they all have reviews and the cute thing is have you ever seen the tv show i can't remember what it's called four rooms oh four in a bed four in a four rooms is a different thing about yes. art um four in a bed yes is the- um it's essentially a load of couples going to each other's B&Bs and being bitchy about it's like, it. It's like, come dine with me, but with yeah. B&Bs. And all they do is run their finger along things and go, oh, I found a pubic hair. That's pretty disgusting, isn't <laughs> That's it? That's how I spend 50% of my day anyway, oh, yeah. so... Yeah, in your own bedroom, it's like, this is filthy! <laughs> what is this? Ah! And then I have a go at, then I have a go at myself. I'm like, Holly, why are you judging me so bad? And then that's, uh, that's my day taken up. <laughs> yeah, well... You see, Foreign Bed is is very much, it's mean. But if you go on B&B reviews in general, they're all very cute. They're very much like, oh, we came downstairs and had a sausage sandwich and it was bloody lovely. (laughs) And weirdly, sex dungeon reviews are just like that. Okay. Like, they they aren't explicit. They don't mention... That it's a sex dungeon. No, there's like slight hints. But that's as far as it goes. So our challenge is, we're going to read out these reviews... Okay. In as B and B reviewy a voice as we can do, like the one I just did. Oh no! <laughs> and the challenge is, you're not allowed to giggle. Oh no! Now I'm really I'm hoping that away. this is something that makes you giggle because some of these are really weird. Oh no! I've already had like two yeah. beers, so I'm a little bit giggly you, anyway. You are wasted. I am hammered. I'm just flopping yeah. about the place. My toes everywhere. <laughs> I'm vomiting all over the place. Oh, so um, I'm going to read the first one because okay. the way it works is that the last one is excellent. Okay. And um, unless you unless you want to read the last one, which would you prefer? I honestly don't mind. Okay. It. It's your challenge. You go for it. <clears throat> so if you giggle, you you lose. But mm-hmm. we're going to do all of them. <clears throat> so Master Lothian says. Great S&M apartment. <laughs> you failed. <laughs> the Hoxton Dungeon Suite is a lavish haven for serious kink and fetish fun. The two playrooms are impressively equipped with a tantalising array of devices to suit every need of the BGSM enthusiast. This has thesaurus.com open in the next tab. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Training my slave over a period of two days was an absolute delight. My bedroom was clean, fresh, and comfortable. I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure how my fa- slave found sleeping in the cage, but that what? was part of his training. It what? certainly deserves the accolade of being a first-class Kingston's playground. And then underneath it says, Master Lothian is now a fan. <laughs> well, obviously. So now it's your turn. Oh, God, it's huge. Okay. Some of them are quite long. Okay. Enjoy. <laughs> My partner and I have both experienced some BDSM in the past, but we both decided we had to find a place to fully indulge our fantasies together. In a way, we simply couldn't at home. We decided to give it to Google and found Hoxton Dungeon Suites. Where, okay, we should be sponsored by them. This oh, yeah. We get on to others. It's okay, okay. okay. After reading all the positive reviews and liking what we saw, we decided to book a night together at the dungeon. <laughs> Needless to say, this was not just money well spent, but an investment. <laughs> <laughs> this place gives you access to fully indulge in your bondage fantasies. The apartment is a lovely place to stay. Isn't that cute? <laughs> With a nice bathroom and a comfortable bed. <laughs> I sound like Victoria Wood. <laughs> it was both clean and well kept, although we did not get a chance to meet Madame Caramel. <laughs> she's the lady that runs Hoxton's Dungeon Suite. Just FYI. Apparently she's really nice. Oh, but she sounds it. We could tell she puts her heart and soul into the work she does. Oh yeah. The dungeon is equipped with things we were familiar with and things we had never used and even things we'd never known existed! <laughs> mark. We made full use of what we could during our session and we will certainly be returning to use different bits. The, diff- the experience we had is unlike anything we have ever had before and while writing this I'm sat here with a smile on my face! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I thought I was going to say something way worse yeah. there! Well, it does get worse, trust me. <laughs> My partner and I feel even closer than we did before. Words cannot express the happiness this place has given us. Thank you, Madame Caramel. <laughs> this is what I mean. It's just, they're essentially going, we had incredible kinky sex. He tied me up on a torture rack. It was great. But they're it's saying just, the bedroom was lovely. Just, the bathroom was very clean. It was wonderfully clean. Mm. You know, the fact you couldn't tell that someone had just spunked all over yeah, it. Was right? amazing. Okay. Right? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this was our first visit to the Hoxton Dungeon Suite. And we had the privilege to meet Madame Caramel herself when checking in. When you say Madame Caramel, I can't, I just imagine like a Mario person. <laughs> like, hello, I'm Madame Caramel. With like a really big, like, quaff. Yes, like a huge, like, like kind of caramel coloured quiff and like, oh my god. Okay, oh, carry on. She kindly gave us a full tour and explained what was what and what goes where. <laughs> Although we're not vanilla by any means, we enjoy latex and TG parties. Well, and? And what? Wait, TG parties. TG? There are parties where I don't know. Oh, God, see, this is where we're going to look like. People look at me listening to this going, you don't know what TG party is, you fridge. We are new to the BDSM hardcore scene, and some of the huge range of toys were, frankly, eye-boggling. We had booked well, two... That's, that's because she was looking at the eye-boggler. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had booked two nights in the suite for a photo shoot for some lifestyle fun and it was absolutely perfect it was clear from the moment we walked through the door that madame caramel puts quality hygiene and comfort first as everything was immaculate and of the highest quality the ropes were a nice touch as was the prosecco we only live what? a few miles away, but it was a pleasant change to come somewhere so far away from our normal apartment. Oh, my God. 
We particularly enjoyed this St. <laughs> Andrew's Cross, the spanking bench, and the F machine kept Mrs. B very happy when it's, I needed a breather. It's because we usually keep the eye boggler in the bathroom, but this time it was in the living room, and that was lovely. <laughs> we brought a large latex wardrobe with us and our own toys. See, when it said large latex wardrobe, I'm like a wardrobe, a wardrobe made, made, made of latex. latex. Yeah. yeah. That's where they keep their toys. Obviously, come on, sorry. We only tried a couple of Madame Caramels, but everything everyone has previously said about how clean and hygienic it all is, is absolutely true. Love from T and D. Oh my God. Which probably stands for something terribly rude. Oh God. Oh Mm. my God. They use the word lovely so much. It's so British. They're like, oh, it was absolutely pleasant. It It was lovely. I loved the bit with the butt plug. I, love, I like the bit where the thing that went in there and it was nice okay um i'm gonna do a high voiced one because you did one i return to this lovely dungeon each time i come i cannot believe that such a wonderful gem is hidden in this part of london we had a lovely dinner in a nice bar lovely. before walking around to the easy to find dungeon just a five minute walk away it's, if you replace the word dungeon with b and b it would it be would a perfectly work. normal review <laughs> easy to find dungeon <laughs> so I'm just massive just sad madam oh, caramel the dungeon there it is oh it's the one with all the the ropes outside okay as we walk through the door the fi- okay what okay as we walk as we walk through the door the first smells you notice oh. are of the cleaning products <laughs> why would you mention smells in a sex dungeon review nice. not ah. a, not in an overpowering way but one that gives you an indication of the standards that madam caramel has here and the pride that she takes in her premises as ever, we were greeted with a friendly smile and warm welcome. MC made my companion feel welcome and told him about the place and put him at ease. She had, she had set up the music. She set up the music to play in the background in the main room, but there was also an iPod dock in the smaller <laughs> playroom to play music on. And she has a details. It's just the idea, like what music would she play? Because of Madame Caramel, I'm imagining like my boy lollipop. <laughs> It's a secretly kinky song. Could be. Okay, where is it up to you? Okay, iPod Doc. Okay, um. <laughs> also, an iPod Doc in the smaller playroom to play music on, and she has a large TV in the relaxing bedroom, which you can watch TV or listen on the radio to. <laughs> Since my last visit, HDS now has soundproofing, and the bedroom has been redecorated with a new bed. And never standing still, Madame Caramel has invested in a large cage <laughs> that is easy for anyone to get in, regardless of their mobility and size. Oh, that's quite sweet. <laughs> I understand she has bought several other new items, but I did not get round to looking for them, as there is so much there to use. As ever, she provided a bottle of this... On ice and crisps and chocolates. <laughs> I love the crisps. I love I them. It's just, I'm imagining like like she's surprised party rings and a prawn sickle. I can't imagine any crisps that are sexy. And 
chocolate in a fridge and of course and of course tea and coffee making facilities mm-hmm. oh my God. if you look at if you look at the screens from oh, inside God. sorry i kind of spat on your ipad oh there. that's that's okay oh sorry oh you're oh. so oh. disgusting oh. um yeah in in the actual photos of the oh, place gosh. there's like it's all red and black and very like yeah. everything's padded and it all has whips and chains and straps and then in the corner there's like a kettle <laughs> <laughs> it's a ke- it's- i just love the juxtaposition of like yeah baby we're gonna do some oh actually hang on do you take one sugar or two <laughs> okay back to the spanking just get like a calf kiss and cake to now to go oh would you like <laughs> well you've got that butt plug in <laughs> would you like a little cake <laughs> a little cake <laughs> oh <clears throat> mistress flora this one's from <clears throat> Returning to Hogston Dungeon Suite for the third time is no less enjoyable or exciting than the previous two times that we've been here to play. As ever, everything is meticulously clean and there are so many toys, ropes and other fantastic equipment that it would take many, many visits to use it all at once. Now, they all talk about the variety of items as if, like, they're in some kind of one of those creepy museums yeah. where someone's just collected loads of random shit yeah, and they're just they like, oh, stuff like they're it in these shelves. They're not actually using it. They're just yeah. like, we looked at it and, <laughs> and decided it was terrifying and went back home. <laughs> um, we looked at it time. and decided just to make a cup of tea and <laughs> left. <laughs> this time, Madame Caramel had advertised a new piece of equipment, a fold-out suspension sling. Upon Ooh. arrival, I was shown my treats iced bottle of Prosecco and chocolates. And the suspension sling had been set up Where are as the crisps? my request. Not everyone... Oh, wait, hang on. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the shower is nice and big and the towels are lovely and fluffy as are the bathrobes. <laughs> this is the important stuff. This is typical of the attention to detail, which also includes slippers and plenty of soft drinks and crisps to keep you going. It's like, that I really hate in my sex dungeons is when they have really thin towels. Oh yeah, <laughs> it really I know. gets to me. And then when you know you're done having your kinky sex, <laughs> like, I've got nowhere to put my feet. <laughs> the two main playrooms have an iPod dock, so you can listen to your own music. But I was delighted that Madame Caramel had been thoughtful enough to leave Madame her Caramel. MP3s playing, as it was something less for me to bring, and it had an excellent selection of music. For a wide range of moods. Oh man, I want to know the music they play. We should go. Oh man, we should. We could film a podcast in the sex dungeon. <laughs> the bed, as ever, was very comfortable. And I was impressed that an extra blanket was provided. This was ideal to give the slave for sleeping in the cage. What? Who are these poor slaves? You know, it's just never the slaves that are writing the review. The slaves like, yeah. I thought we were just going to a normal B&B. One of them <laughs> was... Um, but I got put in a cage. <laughs> one of them was a switch, um, which means she apparently does both. Okay, okay. And she wrote it from the perspective She's, of the slave. So I can't remember okay. if I've saved that one or not, but it does happen. So there's dominant and submissive yes. kind of changing about. I'm, I feel like I'm learning. I believe this one has <laughs> Dutch in oh, it. Oh, God. So good luck with that. Okay, okay. I just had... <laughs> Okay, right. I'm going to do it in a nice, low, sexy voice. It has to be slightly Dutch. I can't do Dutch accents. Okay. Pretend. Okay. (laughs) Hello, Madam Caramel. I hope you're feeling better now. (laughs) I like staying at your dungeon. You have so many toys, in inverted commas, (laughs) that I can use on my slaves, so I really enjoyed myself. Especially the taser I liked. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? 
I wonder if you can tell me where I can buy that one. It gave us an endorphin rush. <laughs> okay. This is the Dutch. Okay. My Gebruske Thetcher was floating mm. in subspace while locked in the latex body bag and vacuumed. This is the what thing. What does that mean? I, I don't know if something's been lost in translation. My Gebruske Or if she's killed someone. Was floating in subspace while locked in the latex body bag and vacuumed. You know, those, those are just words. You know when you go around to your boyfriend's house and he's like, baby... I want to put you in the latex body bag in subspace and it's vacuum. Like, I want to take my Gebruka sweater and put it in the subspace. <laughs> I like to come and visit London and your dungeon again sometime. I have to meet up with a few of the English slaves that I already know, or maybe some new ones. Greetings from The Hague, the Netherlands, Mrs. Samantha and her Gebruka sweater. I'm guessing wow. that means slave. It must mean slave. But that's a really fancy Wait, word. Wait, okay, so it says if it's just... Okay, my slave was floating in subspace, in subspace while locked the latex body bag and vacuumed. Yeah. What happened there? Like, to, she put she put her slave in a latex body bag... <laughs> in subspace. While they were floating in subspace and vacuumed them. What do you not understand about that? Sounds like something from a race ahead. Sounds like this. Yeah. Latex body bag floating in subspace. Alien porn. <laughs> This one's quite long. I hope it's it's good. Um, 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 Look for any um, good blue cassette. No, no, no. I'm gonna skip that one. It looks boring. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this one's from Norfolk. Okay. Sometimes I can do a Norfolk accent, but today I'm not gonna try. Oh, <laughs> come on! The Hoxton Dungeon Suite is a lavish haven for <laughs> serious kink and fetish fun. <laughs> The two playrooms are impressively equipped with a tantalising array of devices to suit every need of the BDSM enthusiast. You sound like Michael Caine. <laughs> this is the one I've already read. It's, it's, it's exactly the same as the first one. Okay, well, let's go to the next God one. God damn there we go. it. Okay, <clears throat> what's Michael Caine going to say this time? <laughs> Hello, I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about the Hoxton Dungeon Suite. Madame Caramel is lovely. <laughs> She's wealthy. <laughs> I like it when I go into subspace with the Gebruga <laughs> Slaker. <laughs> BDSM sounds exciting. <laughs> I feel like I'm really worried in case like everyone listening is going to be like, what, you don't know what that is? God, these guys are just a couple yeah. of fridges. <laughs> you know, subspace is, is a euphemism for butts. <laughs> it's just what you assume. Um, if you don't know what it is, you guess. It's a butt. It's butt. It's, it's definitely butt. butt. Okay. Mm. We hired Hoxton Dungeon Suite on the 5th of January and were met by the divine Madame Caramel. <laughs> the divine Madame Caramel. <laughs> You made Emma and me so welcome and at ease immediately. The dungeon was first class and we both had an amazing time. My backside is still stinging. <laughs> the whole process and experience is one that we will definitely want to experience oh time and again. Please pass on our best wishes to everyone involved and a big thank you to MC for making us so welcome. Oh, it's really sweet. Like, pass on our best wishes to everyone. Thanks, my bum hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my bum hurts. <laughs> okay, I'll try and read this one in as straight a voice as possible. You can do it, you can do it. Okay, <clears throat> right. <laughs> okay, get out of my system. Okay. 
I had the good fortune to spend a night here after Club Black Whip. It is a lovely ground floor flat right in the middle of Hoxton of a kitchen, bathroom, bedroom, changing room and a huge dungeon. (laughs) Everything is very new and clean and it has nice minimal style to it, even the dungeon, although that is also full of every kind of toy and piece of equipment you could ever need. I had one of the best nights sleep I've ever had in the incredibly comfy bed, because that's the important thing about sex dungeon. It would be worth staying there even without the dungeon. Um, That's creepy, isn't it? It would be worth The dungeon there. was nice, but as a B&B, it's also quite satisfactory. <laughs> the dungeon was nice, but I really like the beds. <laughs> if I was Madame Caramel, I'd be a bit pissed off with that. It's like, yeah. I've got, I've got the subspace floating with the latex wardrobe. Now it's time. Oh, no, you're asleep. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Fine. Next time I'll put spikes in the pillows. Jeez. <laughs> so this one's a, a review from Yorkshire's Glamour and Sparkle, which I like to assume is one of those, like, magazines that you get through, like, a parish magazine. Yeah. Through the door. Yeah. Um, I, I already see emojis, so... Um, emo- am I going to have to act yes. out the emojis? Yes, yes. With voice. Okay. <clears throat> it's a joint review. Mm-hmm. So we're getting both the male and the female Oh, can we, can we do... Um, Would you like to be one? Master Glamour or Kit and Sparkle? Can I be Master Glamour? Of course you can. Okay, Master you, Glamour sounds like the You best begin. Person. Okay. Okay. Do a Yorkshire accent. I can't remember. What does Yorkshire sound like now? Uh, Master Glamour says, I chose the London Serpent Rooms after reading some reviews online and exchanging emails with the Dungeon Keeper. It's gone a bit Geordie, but oh well. It's fine, it's all the same. The dungeon is very convenient to the tube network and the booking process was simple with great communication all along. On arrival, I was aware that we would be met outside and this only meant a few moments loitering on the pavement. Our tour was brief but comprehensive and we were left alone to explore and play. We booked four hours and this was perfect for our first visit. We had plenty of time to try out what we wanted to and everything was to hand and working fine. All in all, two very satisfied customers emerged a few short hours later. Okay. Short hours, eh? Master glamour. Yeah, it sounds like, oh yeah, <clears throat> you only lasted a few hours. <laughs> I can't do Yorkshire accent. What's it, what's it sound like? That wasn't. That just wasn't. It started off Yorkshire. Yeah. And then it just turned into Geordie, kind of. I can't do... Just I do can't. generic northern. I can't, I'm terrible at accents. Just do any accent. I was lucky to visit Toot Serpent Rooms <laughs> with my master as a... Tr- sorry, master as a treat and loved the layout of Toot Dungeon. <laughs> toot Wall Shackles and Toot Spanking Bench were de- definitely my favourite. Toot Collection of Whips, Robes and especially Toot Toys was amazing. The and I, Toys. The Toot Toys. <laughs> and I felt spoiled for choice. Happy face. Toot Serpent Rooms also came with its own mini kitchen for a tea what break. What is their obsession with mini kitchens and dungeons? This is a different dungeon now. This is the yeah. Serpent Rooms. Okay, that seems they to all be have requiring. tea dungeons. Okay. Tea and the shower room for afterwards. There was also a bedroom upstairs which looked nice, but we didn't get a chance to use it. I definitely want to visit again and would recommend to people who need some private space for tip playtime. <laughs> tip playtime. <laughs> Okay. We're still in the serpent rooms. Okay, we're still in the serpent rooms. Yes. Okay. God, they're obsessed with. Okay, right. Okay. This one I don't think has crisps. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, they better mention tea rooms, otherwise I'm not sold. If you guys are looking for a sex dungeon and you want crisps, go to Hoxton. Yeah. Don't go to Yorkshire if you want crisps with your sex. This one's in London. It just happened to be from Yorkshire. 
Oh, I thought it was in Yorkshire. No, I haven't checked Yorkshire sex dungeons. I was about to say, that's a very specific research of you. That can be next podcast. I'm looking at London, but it wasn't satisfactory, so I went to Yorkshire, the sex slave capital of the world. Well, not many people know that. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's just... A Yorkshire pudding is a filthy sex That's just what we learn as Northerners, they tell you it. (laughs) Okay. Um... Having never used a dungeon before and being new to the scene, I was quite apprehensive about making contact and trying out a book uh, uh, trying out a booking at the Serpent's Room with my play partner. Play partner sounds fun until you until they say I come out of a sore bum. It's like oh, it doesn't sound <laughs> as fun things anymore. in places where things shouldn't be. I've lost the vahuga schlicker. <laughs> I don't know where it's gone. It's still floating. He vacuumed in, my body bag. Still floating in subspace. <laughs> oh God. We normally meet up every every few weeks for a session at my place or a hotel. So a new venue, what that week that we could sorry I don't have my glasses. <laughs> that we could meet at during the day was the added benefit of a whole heap of kit to explore was exciting. Neither of us was sure that it was particularly our thing, but we were both up for trying some things out. From the first email, the serpent was efficient and very helpful and put me at complete ease, explaining what to expect, what to bring, etc. To bring. Crisps, mm. so we don't have them here. You want to go to yeah. Hoxton for crisps? Bring your own crisps. <laughs> we don't give you crisps here. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Tea, maybe. Crisps, no. <laughs> uh, where was I? Okay, on the day of the visit, we were met by the manager, who was helpful with a very easy manner explaining how everything worked before leaving us for the session. We played in the downstairs room for the two hours, trying out and enjoying the various toy slings, I can't imagine paddles, anything, but like them building a Lego castle. I know, it's like, we played with the toys in the playroom. And I'm just like, oh my God, I want to have Lego. <laughs> we should go and be like, uh, I, th- I was expecting what some these? families. <laughs> what is this horrible stuff? Oh God. <laughs> Everything was clean and well maintained, and had a lot of and a lot of fun was had. Oh, nice yeah. turn of phrase. <laughs> <laughs> we have been back for another session and have booked and have and have one book too. Would recommend thoroughly for the price of Premier Inn. I know where I will be playing instead instead in the future. Oi oi. Now I just don't want to go to a Premier Inn. Yeah, I know. Because I know that they're well being go like to a sex dungeon. Might as well. Might as well. Might as well. Genuinely though, some of their prices are ridiculously low for a London hotel, and I was like, how? Sex equipment is probably really expensive. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. I think it would be like way more expensive. Hmm. It's quite a niche market, or maybe it isn't. Maybe we are just massive fridges. <laughs> if you're ever in Hoxton and you need a nap, maybe some crisps. <laughs> you need a nap and some crisps <laughs> and maybe a blechulish later. Yeah. And we got you covered. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be fine. Yeah. I mean, if you went in there on your own, people might be a bit like, what? What? We've got quite... <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> it's fine! How much research did you do? Uh, this is all in one place. It's okay, fine. okay. Um, that one's boring, so we'll skip that one. That one I appear to have over-cropped. So, oh no, this is the one I really like, because I had to cut out a lot, because this one was the only filthy one I could find. What? They describe in detail what they did. Oh my god, okay, I'm excited. Dungeon. I'm excited, okay. I don't, you have to I do don't it go in, into all the You detail. have to do it in the most prim voice <clears throat> possible. My first experience was when my master took me there for a night of punishment. It was lucky that for this visit we had all night, as my master had to spend a couple of hours among the dazzling array of whips, canes and paddles alone, before settling upon ones to his taste. The result was that my flesh was already red and sore, a fitting appetizer for the main menu when he started into more serious torture, where he was again spoiled for choice by all the cruel and interesting instruments on offer. 
I would advise anyone visiting for a few hours to avail of the facility of viewing beforehand. Oh, my God. Otherwise, valuable torture time could be lost, testing and choosing. Oh, heaven forbid. Though this can be exciting in itself. <laughs> the night for him, my master told me, flew as he romped enthusiastically. <laughs> Between the whipping stool, the torture bench, sling, wince, and the inversion table. Romped is a word that I should know. definitely be used It's more. adorable. Okay, my two new favourite verbs are romped and whapped. If someone doesn't whap, there was whapping as well. Yeah. For me, as all victims of the torture chamber, the night was deliciously interminable, as I suffered <laughs> merciless caning and flogging on the stool, and oh. shackled uncomfortably against the stone wall, trapped stone. like a fla- Stone wall, yeah. Jesus. Trapped like a fly in the swing. I don't sling. know why that was the thing that shocked me. It's stone. Like, oh, it was plaster. That's just inhumane. It's like stone against what in shackles in S and M. Hours of hooded misery on the winch, being subjected to long periods of exciting sexual teasing, oh, interspersed God. with short, sharp, and unexpected periods of intense pain, and then it just went oh. on into her talking about being boned. So nice. This one's for you. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, this one starts with a nice. This is how I'm this is this a different sounds. sex dungeon again, and these ones okay. are all really cute. Yeah, this one does look pretty I cute. I think they were all personal emails that they didn't know were going on the website. Yeah, that's what all it looks quite like. like. Can we come again? We really liked the sex, please. Yes. Okay. So, hi, Patricia. Thank you. Thank you from the Safi from Safi and myself for letting us use your special B&B on Wednesday slash Thursday. Special B&B. Special B&B. That's what mummy calls it. <laughs> Fantastic place. A lot of effort and love must have gone into it. Well, yeah, a lot of love. Mm-hmm. There's so much love. There's love That's over the walls in that place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine taking like a black light in for sex dungeon. Oh. To be fair, any hotel, probably. True. Okay. Um, S looked after us really well. All thanks to him. Thanks also for arranging the lesson with K. Really good lesson. Yeah, I think this one has like bondage lessons or something. Okay. Well, yeah. that makes sense because you don't you want to learn how to do it without you know hurting someone properly. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's nice. I like this place. This place is good. I like it <laughs> so far. It has um it has Madame Caramel to beat though. So oh, I can't... she's a lovely lady, Holly. She is, and she provides crisps. Crisps, exactly. Delicious. Um, that's good. We both enjoyed it. Although I am not sure I would let Safi lo- loose on me again. That she said loose on me, but I'll go. I think it's loose. <laughs> On me with the ropes without more tuition. Oh. That sounds dodgy, doesn't it? Like it does. she nearly killed me. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps on trying to kill me, <laughs> but it's just because she hasn't had enough lessons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was it? Uh, wait, I. Oh no, it's another. Ex- sorry, she used a lot of exclamation marks. I got confused. <laughs> so again, many thanks. We hope to be back soon. Regards, P. Regards. Regards. Imagine writing regards on a sex dungeon review. Oh. So well, when I was reading that, I did one of those little like throat gurgles. It sounds like yeah. Cow. So I hope people think that. <laughs> That's how great you're finding this challenge. Yeah. <clears throat> Hi. We would just like to say thank you very much for a fantastic stay. Best so far by miles. I really loved it all. Hope we didn't leave too much mess. Oh! We definitely will be returning. Thank you very much again, Patricia A and L. Jesus Christ. And you get my favourite one. Oh, it's the last one. My favourite one. <laughs> Oh my god, I like anything that I've... Oh my god, I just saw croissant, and yeah. I know it's going to be my favourite. <laughs> okay, what kind of voice should I do it in? Um, um, 
<laughs> I just like imagining them all as like a really cute old couple. Yeah. That are like just really like, I really enjoyed the whipping bench. Well, I like that. Don't tell my grandson. I really liked the tea and also the bed was nice. Oh, and I guess, yeah, the sex was okay too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Many thanks for the use of your venue. We had a great time and hopefully you found it reasonably tidy in the morning. I'm sorry we were unable to stay for the croissant and breakfast. Maybe next time. You probably worked out the various items we played with from the contents of the box. But the range was broad and more than sufficient for our needs. Other than the range of... N- <laughs> Other than the range of nipple clamps, floggers, etc., the rack, the... Venus 2000? What is the Venus Google 2000? Google time! <laughs> that sounds magical. Oh, I think it's going to be something more than magical. The Venus, Venus 2000. Yeah, because it goes on to say, the Venus 2000 and the large body bag provided were great fun. What? When my husband finally died, I could get rid of him in a hygienic manner. <laughs> what is that? I'm not sure because all of these things are different. One of them appears to be some kind of... Domestic dosing unit. That's not sure. it, surely. One of them's like a metal bikini. Yeah. One of them's a sort of... That's not, oh, that's that not. If that's painful. Yeah, no, that's um, not it. That can't I be I think it. it's the male pleasure machine. Now, some of them did list among the items that they had milking machines. And I believe that this might be one of those milking machines. Oh my God, it looks terrifying. Um, do you really want to enjoy the same pleasure of sex without doing anything at all? <laughs> do you- yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> you know when you're just like, you know what's great about this? The bit where I don't do anything. What I really like about sex is just not doing anything and just having a really weird milking machine near me. It looks... It looks terrifying. It looks like it's homemade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, no! Demonstration! No! No! Close it! Close the website! Oh, God, we should do questions now because I'm sorry. Let me finish this one last sentence. Come on. So I'll go from other than the range of nipple clamps, floggers, etc., the rack, the Venus 2000, and the large body bag proved to be great fun. I did manage to avoid the underbed cage. Oh, okay. I'm sure hmm. we'll be back in due course. Thank you. An underbed cage? Is that the cage that all the, all the that slaves sleep in? That must be where the slave in. sleeps in, yeah. That would be so uncomfortable. Not if you had the Venus 2000 for company. And the extra blanket. Yeah. Hmm. And you were in subspace. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's move oh, away from dear. this dark place. Well, we have some lovely questions, all of which are because they've asked us these, you know, before listening to what we just did. Yeah. They're all very much like, oh, you guys are lovely. Let's talk about <laughs> biscuits. And we've just read sex dungeon reviews. So, yeah. you know. Okay. <clears throat> do, 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 do. Just another gaming blog says, a world without ducks or a world without biscuits? Um, a world without biscuits. I agree. Because ducks are living things. Yeah, we can just have cakes instead. Yeah. And ducks are amazing. Yeah. They're all fluffy. Done. Answered. Jake says, Silent Hills, what's your opinions? Uh, well, we know what's happening because it's going to be replaced by Lead Dead Redemption. Lead so... Dead Redemption. The story of haunted pencils. <laughs> In a gym. Oh. Um, Matthew Jones says, answers, go- oh, I've missed out his question. Okay. <laughs> the endless, wait. Is twenty one seventeen the okay. endless biscuit wars rage ever onwards? Who is the last biscuit standing? Now chocolate is, hobnob. Is this like the chocolate the toughest biscuit? Like chocolate the, hobnob is the yeah, it's rugged toughest it's a, of all the biscuits. Rugged biscuit. It is. It's a proper rugged biscuit. But he does say answers can take into account things like flavor, price, dunkability, and access to nuclear weapons. 
uh, chocolate hobnob because we all know that's got <clears throat> access to Poseidon. But there we go. What? You know, like, wasn't it like some... What did I just... I'm, I mean, what do I mean? Trident? Trident! Poseidon! Yeah, I was... <laughs> I thought this was some weird joke about Besides hobnobs it. being chums with, like, sea gods, and I didn't know I just, if that was a reference. I, I, just, I don't know why. I, my brain just went to Trident. I went, no, Trident is a stupid name for nuclear weapon. I'll yeah. call it Poseidon. Trident is a very a, a variety of gum, so so what, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I'm, my, my brain is boggled yeah, you've and had I boggled. Two beers. And, yeah, I've had two beers two and I've read sexy You're reviews. Very small lady. Yeah. Ben Cameron says you've been titled lords of sweeties Mm -hmm. what sweetie does everyone in the country wake up to as a free treat um why am i giving out that's not how like the feudal system works it's not like hey guys money for everyone no it's i i tax you heavily yeah give me all your sweets and mine the cold the sweet cold my mines <laughs> the licorice mines my favourite sweets are the one whenever when you lived in Bath we um and I visited you we always used to go oh, to that tiny yeah. little like adorable little sweet shop mm. and they had in there these like what the fuck are they called I always forget the rhubarb and custard but they're like these oh little, the squashy ones yeah the little like tubes squashy rhubarb custard tubes they're not like they're not gummy sweets they're like mm. like almost like sugar paste yeah I think is, is that what it's called like the rhubarb, rhubarb and custard, custard icing kind of yeah the, like the tougher better anyway those yes. yeah they're great <laughs> then whatever they are but we're not giving them to everyone else no because i want them screw you guys um he also says you're transported into one movie you can't interact with anyone but you can see and hear it all what movie or scene? Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier, mm-hmm. replacing hands with other body parts. So we've got Edward Scissor Eyes. Edward Scissor um, Eyes. It's about him, like he can't, he can't see. So he goes to it's get just, glasses. It's just him. And he just smashes them. It's just him screaming, screaming <laughs> endlessly. It's, his eyelids are just shredded. Yeah, it's like something out of American Horror Story. Yeah, um, Edward Scissor Feet. Yeah, he just can't wear shoes. That's he goes ice skating <laughs> and he cuts it all up into beautiful patterns. Exactly, like Edward Scissorhands does yeah. that with ice, but he like ice skates over it and it's turns it up. into beautiful ice sculptures. <laughs> and then we started um, putting Scissorhands into other films, like mm-hmm. The Curious Case of Benjamin Scissorhands. He's got two problems. He's got he's got like the aging thing, yeah. and he's got scissors for hands. Do you think when he's little, he has like those little tiny like baby oh safety, God, safety scissors, scissors. Oh! and then as he gets older, they get like rustier and like haggard, and he has just like, <laughs> like garden shears. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. That's the film we're gonna make. Have you noticed how all our film slash games are all based off other things? <laughs> uh, that's how creativity, creativity works. works yeah stealing yeah um nuke summer hayes says when holly does inevitably become a pirate because you're hobbling How yeah do you know? it's it's because i tweeted earlier saying that this is just a step in the because when i was little i was threatened with having to wear an eye patch it's like <laughs> wait like did you have did permanently? you have a gunky eye or no. were they just like holly eat your vegetables so we'll make you wear an eye patch well, <laughs> <laughs> That's a creative punishment. Yeah, my school was just very creative when it's full of its punishments. <laughs> Cut like, one of your legs off. Just my eyes. My eyes don't work together. One of them's long sighted, one of them's short sighted. So the the optician, that's what it's called, <laughs> said said that um I might have to wear an eye patch for a while to make the yeah. other eye work harder. Okay. So I just thought it was like it was just like I'm always just like one slight injury away from just becoming a pirate. So, so I'm hobbling at the moment. What's your my pirate toe. name going to be? Holly. That's, That's too cute. It's too cute for the pirate. That's name. my name. It would be like like uh, Grouchy um, Gums McGee. Oh. <laughs> Are your gums grouchy? 
Where's who, McGee come from? I don't know, but McGee is my go-to comedy second name. You've got, you've got to pick. Uh, in fact, I'm sure there's a pirate name generator. <laughs> so be. let's pirate name generator. Okay, okay. The shit out of you. Okay, enter your name. Uh, I see what it did Polly there. Nielsen. There we go. Your lady. I am. Generate. Pirate Jane the Pink. Now that, that sounds shit. disgusting. Pirate Jane the Pink sounds like something you would find yeah. in the Hoxton Sex Dungeon. Uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try mine because I want to be a pirate too and he didn't ask me if I wanted to be a... Uh. Barnacle Breath Helga. Barnacle <laughs> Breath. Helga. Helga. That's amazing. Okay, um, well that's our pirate name. Also parrot or monkey? Monkey. Parrot. What? But I'd get like a duck. And I'd be like, isn't there... Well, yeah, no, 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 um, that's not part of it. It's pirate or monkey. You can't just change but pirate have you, have to you duck. Seen pirates in Adventure with Scientists, they've got a dodo and they think it's a parrot. I would be like that, but with mm, No, because it has to be a parrot. You would see it on my shoulder. It has to be a parrot. Whatever. My monkey would be badass. Um, Greg S. says, if you could have your gender swap for 24 hours, how would you spend it? Uh, have a wang just flopping it around <laughs> that's pretty much it you just you just be like woo yeah I would I would helicopter it I would, what else I'd I love I love swapping gender it would just it's <laughs> my wang my, my lady wang your lady I wang I would do that thing where you cut a hole in a watermelon and what? put it in oh god I thought you were going to say something awful there I'll do that very way I cut a hole and then I thought you were just going to in a there. woman oh ah. ah, no in stop a dead wolf and no um i'd get a jar of mayonnaise and i'd put it in that i'd essentially just go around putting my wang in stuff yeah so i want to know what it feels like i always remember there's like i can't it's a comedian she was saying she was talking to like two really old women about you know what would you do if you were a man for a day and one of the women just went knowing my luck it would be a tuesday and what could you do on a tuesday (laughs) that's that's true that's fantastic just like watch what Jeremy Kyle yeah, and play with yourself. Well, that's pretty much all we would do. Play with ourselves. Yeah. That's pretty much what we've decided. Yeah. Um, what What can you do as a man that doesn't involve flopping your wang around and putting it in things? Pee standing up. That it does involve your wang. That's true. Um, <laughs> you could. You wouldn't have boobs. No. You could go around topless without society judging you. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go. I'd go and sit on the tube with my top off mm-hmm. and just touch my nipples one by <laughs> one. Like, <laughs> and make a little boop, song boop, 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 boop. and see if anyone ever did anything yeah yeah I would and then um, and then I would just flop flop my wang out and just just on move the tube. about it's not on the tube I'm not a horrible oh, person okay. come on <laughs> come on Kate so that's what we'd do we'd essentially try and freak people out and I'd stick my dick in things <laughs> put my penis in various yeah. things because you know when like you put your hand in like a bag of peas or something you're like this feels fun yeah. that but your actual I think the world is well it's that thing if there's if there's a thing which has a vague hole a man has put his penis in it ew yeah that's just a thing M- moving on <laughs> that I have decided because that's moving what I would do quickly. as a man <laughs> just a man not all men like, yeah. not all men have stuck it in like a plug socket no I'm doing I'm doing the Freud thing of I felt like this therefore everyone must feel yeah. like this my mum's hot therefore all your mums are hot <laughs> I want to bury all your mums <laughs> Phil Walters says good news uh-huh. you're the new Top Gear presenters oh uh, is it okay please describe your first episode well how much do you know about cars fuck all so I'd okay. play Mario Kart 
and just talk I, about Mario Kart. I think Kart. we should just bullshit about cars. Yeah. Like, you know the bit where they're sitting in a car and they've got a camera in the seat next to them? <laughs> and they're like, this car... I can't even drive! So I'd just be like, I've used it. Oh my god, I know what I'd want. Yes, I'd want, like, the really bad green screen you yeah. have in early... And you're going like, vroom, vroom, vroom. so Kate, go press the Thunderdome button. And then you'd be like, no, and i go, this has this lovely little pipe of dreams has a great acceleration are you calling a car a pipe of dreams i was thinking of a word from the exhaust pipe oh and i went for pipe of dreams pipe of dreams (laughs) if your dreams are horrible monoxide filled wow you're fired you're fired what time is it what we need to check the time we've been rambling on for a while um more questions Um, we've only got a handful more Go on. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Ben Ted says, Herschel Layton comes for dinner. What do you feed him? How do you entertain him? And what kind of tea do you serve? Darjeeling. Lapsang Souchon. Mmm. What, what do we feed him? I would feed Biscuits. him... I would feed him... Uh, a kind of... Soup. A pie. But a you steak, have to solve a puzzle. A steak and kidney pie. The crust is a puzzle. Yes. Uh, the crust is a crossword. <laughs> A crust word. A crust ah. word. Oh my god! There we go. Done. Boom. How do you entertain him? Well, that's but the crust word. Crust word. Yeah. Yep. Done. Easy peasy. Best dinner guess. Um, now the next question is about Avatar, and you haven't seen Avatar. No, I haven't. The Last Airbender. Um, but have you seen any of the hybrid animals? Oh, we talked about it in like the first yeah. episode. Um, if they were real, what would you want as a pet? Now we talked about this. Turtle in the ducks. Turtle I watched ducks. one of the episodes the other day with turtle ducks like imagine tiny little ducks mm-hmm. with a little turtle shell okay yeah. that's cute that's cute yeah, i like that adorable okay adorable. i would want a <laughs> i don't know why because you went for something so cute yeah i tried to think of something horrible so oh. i went for gorilla crab <laughs> okay which part of it is a gorilla which part is a crab <laughs> i'm actually like I'm going to draw what I'm imagining this yes, like yes, after the podcast. Yes, you should. Okay, gorilla yeah. crab. It has to have the face of a gorilla. Like a really angry gorilla face, but with uh, little like feelers. And then gross. just like, and then it has to have gorilla hands with claws in the end. And then just like a kind of just like shell. But it has to have little little crab legs that it scuttles around like bloop, 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 bloop. Oh. And it can only go sideways. Okay, gross. Okay, so How big is it? It's, it's the size of a gorilla. It's the size of a gorilla. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh my god. It's the ultimate killing machine. <laughs> oh my god. Tom Rosell says, if you were in a foom, a foom? Yes. You're in a foom. Mm-hmm. Picture the foom. Yeah. You're fighting with your doppelganger and the other half of your podcast, that's me, mm-hmm. had a gun with one bullet in. What would you say to convince me that you're the real Holly Kate? <laughs> um, I would, I would shout out... A kind of something cryptic like Kate the loose version of her is lost in deep space or whatever the fuck it was and I'd be like she's talking nonsense she's the clone <laughs> pew okay okay I'll go Kate um uh um well how much does the clone know does it have my yeah, memories yeah that's what I always wonder about because if it doesn't have my memories I could say like anything that we've like done together yeah and then well, you would be like well yeah she knows that he said doppelganger rather than clone which yeah, is so just a person, just be person looks that like looks like you. you and why are you fighting them Holly that's what I'm going to say to you. I'm like, Holly... Because I'm threatened by anything that looks vaguely that? like me. Why are you fighting this stranger, Holly? It's why I attack Jared Leto on sight. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't yeah. look anything like Jared Leto. I don't know why I would have Jared Leto. <laughs> Just because he, he annoys me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really don't well, like you can Jared attack Leto. Him. That's fine. Yeah. 
Coffee Jesus says, if you could replace any relative with Charles Dance, whom would you choose and why? I'm glad we got to this question because I have an I answer. love Charles Dance. Okay, my favourite thing about Charles Dance is the way his uh, name sounds in a West Country accent. Ooh, Charles Dance. Charles Dance. It's Charles Dance. <laughs> so I would have him. Why is that a thing you know about? <laughs> because there was a sitcom on the BBC ages ago called Jam in Jerusalem, which was a Jennifer Saunders and Dawn French ah. um, uh, sitcom and it was kind of it was it was really lovely it was like quite twee but it was it was quite it was really good and um they get charles dance to, to talk at their like wi meeting yeah and um they then the dawn french character has a really um has a really strong west country accent and it just it just always stuck in my head of oh charles dance <laughs> and now whenever i watch game of thrones and he comes on i have to say it and it really annoys everyone <laughs> see my my answer for this and i'm hoping you're gonna oh, I like didn't this. answer but no, yes, you did you talked about charles dance no you can't do it it's charles dance <sighs> oh charles dance charles dance <laughs> um i think rather than replacing a relative mm-hmm. i would very much like our Lizzie dogs to have the voice of Charles Dance. Can you imagine that? They were, they're both kind of insane and and a little bit stupid. They're both incredibly but, derpy dogs. Yes, but they'd be like, "Holy, I think I need to pee." And you'd be like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> Holly, <laughs> could you pass me that ball, please? I'd quite like to play fish. See, my would be like, "It would be like, Holly, can you pass me the toy frog? I feel like humping something." <laughs> <laughs> Which I would quite like to hear in a. Charles and you'd be like, Charles Dance, no, don't hump things. It's all of our weird voice things are about game of thrones so far um purple chair says what game series would you like to be see given the pt treatment i.e a faux art house teaser demo released and nothing else um is is that a good thing and yeah that's the thing um Mm. um oh god i'm bayonetta but then you wouldn't get the actual game you'll just get an hour-long thing. That's the thing. It's a really difficult question. Because it's like, do you go for something that you don't really want because it stops? Or yeah. do you want something that's kind of different and weird? World of Warcraft. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Because I would never play that otherwise. Yeah. Something that I would never... Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. I like that. World and of Warcraft. it would be a corridor filled with men and goblins. It would be a corridor just filled with angry people oh no but it's world I know of nothing angry. about I mean, world of warcraft no, this I is not a good choice i literally know nothing it'd be full of helmets there you go hello helmets. That, sounds not like, that sounds like the hoxton dungeon again no <laughs> we've gone past that sorry sorry um athene allen says which biscuit would last longest dunked in tea we've done this chocolate hobnob i would like it if this was a regular feature or something we're not allowed to say the words regular feature oh sorry because we have signed a contract this would be a repeated <laughs> editorial <laughs> yes um uh, i don't think we're gonna make um biscuit dunking a regular feature because it's not a very interesting thing to listen to like you'd get the sort of splishy sound unless unless we, we could just make the sounds now like bloop bloop that's that's the noise <laughs> biscuit makes yeah 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 <laughs> we should probably wrap up a sound biscuit dunked in audio tea oh nice that's pretty much what our podcast is <laughs> See, when I tried to do that a couple of weeks ago, it made fun of me. That's because you included ears. You were like, dunk your sound ears into our biscuity. And it's like, oh no, don't involve ears. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, right, we should probably wrap up. Yeah! Thank you for listening, and remember to follow us both on Twitter. Uh, I am at Nielsen underscore Holly. N-I-E-L-S-E-N underscore H-O-L-L-Y. People always get that wrong. wrong. And preemptive anger nice one it's, it's been building up for a while 
and I am Kay Gray at How Not to Draw. How not <laughs> to draw, okay? Not how to not draw, okay? Don't go splitting your fucking infinitives. It's spelled H O W N O T, then a two, number two. No, it's not! <laughs> God damn it, Holly! And then draw is spelled like, like D R O O R, okay? The classical <laughs> spelling of draw. <laughs> now, come on, people. Remember that, or I'll punch you in your sound ears. Um, what else? We've got a Twitter for Toku Podcast, which is Toku underscore podcast. And then we're on almost every other kind of social media yeah. as Toku Podcast. Except, oh, there's one we're not on, at least. MySpace. Google Plus, we're not on Google Plus. We're not on MySpace. Oh, we are on Google Plus. That was a lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have a Gmail account. We do. It's tokupodcast at gmail.com. Email us. Please. Or maybe I don't know depends well, what you're emailing yeah. us if you can send us a question that'll be fine we're doing a really I, long wrap again oh, yeah no, we need sorry. to think of a quicker way okay yeah. right we're gonna say bye now bye. bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.